Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of What's the Word with Willette. Thank you all for joining me. Thank you all for your support. I'm very appreciative of the support we've had thus far. And we ask that you, you know, just come along for the ride and continue to roll with us as we talk through today, our Mother's Day special. So today I have my very good friend, Dr. Adrian Russell with me. Hey y'all, how are you? I am good, I'm good We are so glad to have you on the show um, I'm, And I'm just, you know, like I was telling you It was off the fly, I was like, you know what? I want to do something special for mothers And I was like, I need to get Adrian. So thank you for coming on and being with us today uh, thank Again, you so much for having me Thank you, thank you So again, welcome to What's the World with Willette um, Tell us a little bit about yourself And how you got into fashion Okay, sure. So again, my name is Adrian Russell, Dr. Adrian Russell. I'm the CEO of Chic Essentials Boutique. So first off, I am a wife of almost 16 years. I'm a mom of three. I have a son who's 16 years old and two daughters, 15 and 10. I'm a proud graduate of the illustrious Morgan State University undergrad. And then I graduated from Howard University School of Pharmacy with my doctorate in pharmacy. Um, I currently work in the pharmaceutical industry as a scientific educator, and then I also own my women's clothing boutique on the side. So wife, mom, scientist, and entrepreneur. I love it. Um, How did I get into fashion? Um, To be honest with you, I've always loved fashion. I probably became really enamored with it in high school, Mm -hmm. just all of the different uh, styles that were going on in the 90s and me kind of trying to find myself. And then as I moved into college mm-hmm. and I started getting that refund check that I thought was my real money, but it wasn't my money. I hear you. Um, and I started going shopping and spending the money. I was going to um, I discovered boutiques and I started going to these boutiques that had all these cool clothes and, you know, ones that really stood out. And being a woman, I'm five, eight. So I'm not a little girl. I'm, I'm of a certain stature and I'm curvy. You know, I had gone into, um, I had an experience where I went into one boutique. I saw this dress that I really wanted. And basically the sales associate told me that I could find the door because they had nothing in the boutique that was my size. Really? Um, Yeah. So I felt like so ashamed and so embarrassed when I left. And I said, you know what? I never wanted any woman to ever feel that feeling that I felt that day. Mm-hmm. And from that moment on, I started to really just manifest these ideas of, you know, what if I had my own brand? What if I developed my own store, my own clothing, you know, arena where I could bring these women there and they would have a whole entire experience and it would be fashion for women of different shapes and different sizes. So that's kind of where the idea was birthed out of. Um, and then I decided to launch just last year. But really that dream and that idea of fashion and me launching my own brand has been brewing for well over a decade. Mm. Okay, so it's definitely been something you've been birthing for a minute. Yes, absolutely. Awesome, awesome. So you pretty much answered my next question, which is what made you go into the business? Um, And I believe you kind of touched on this, who you cater to most. um, But if you could just touch on that just a little bit more. And when you go to vendors, if you use vendors, what what are your thoughts when you're going to them? Like, are you looking for this uh, specific look for a specific person? Yeah, no, great question. So Chic Essentials Boutique, we focus specifically on 
providing timeless and inclusive fashion that's chic for women. So my ideal customer or my customer that typically walks through my doors is in her late 20s and she could be all the way into her early 50s, late 40s. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a working woman. She's on the go. You know, she's a professional, but she also likes to after work, maybe go to happy hour with her friends or she might have a business meeting or something where she can you know, eat and then catch up with friends and let her hair down a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, she likes to go to brunch. So she likes to dress up and look nice. Um, but she also likes to be comfortable as well. Mm-hmm. So a woman on the go that has a lot going on, um, that still wants to look fabulous. So that's my ideal customer. Okay. The customer I typically see that comes through my doors. The timeless and inclusive piece is so important for me because the timeless component is actually true to my own personal fashion. I really believe in having pieces in your wardrobe that don't expire. You know, I think in the age of fashion, we have all of these fads and, you know, ruffles are in this season or something's in this season and next season, all of a sudden you're tossing it out or donating it. So I wanted to make sure that I was curating looks that a woman could reach into their closet five years from now and say, hey, I got this blazer from Chic Essentials or I got this dress from Chic Essentials Boutique, and it's still relevant today in 2025. So that was my goal with launching this brand. Um, When I reach out to vendors, of course, I'm looking for number one quality. Um, I work with a lot of vendors, mainly the majority of the vendors in the fashion industry are based in Los Angeles, um, because that's where the fashion district is. Many of them are in New York as well. Um, So I'm always looking for quality a good price point um, for my customers so they feel that they're really getting their money's worth, right? I mean, when we go shopping, we all want to get pieces that we're okay with paying a certain amount of money, but the value has to be there. So just making sure that it's quality, making sure um, I'm always thinking, how would this look on different body types? I actually recently did a video on my YouTube channel and also on my Instagram where I talked about dressing for your different body types. I think Oftentimes women, they don't, they go into a store, they don't even know what to buy, what's going to look good on their body. They pick things up that they think are attractive, but is it going to look attractive on you, right? So I'm always looking for different types of clothing. Oh, this will look great on an hourglass, or this will look great on a triangular shaped woman. So I'm, I'm, all of those things are, are going through my head at like a hundred miles an hour while I'm looking at pieces. I'm thinking of my customers. Many of them are women of color. So I'm always thinking of, the hues and the colors and how it looks against our skin. And, you know, does this brighter color look better on women that maybe are this skin tone or does this darker color look better on women that are this skin tone? So I think about all of those things when, when I'm picking um, pieces and selecting pieces for uh, the boutique. So it's, it's very involved. My brain kind of goes a hundred miles an hour, but I want uh, ultimately at the end of the day, the customer to be satisfied. So. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for that response. I tell you, girl, you're getting in front of me because the next question was, do you style women? Like, how do you put certain outfits together for a woman while possibly giving suggestions for her hair or makeup or accessories? I feel like you kind of touched on that a little bit. Have you had um, a lot of people? Because I know I did. Have you had a lot of people kind of ask you like, hey, how does this look? What kind of hairstyle do you think will look good with said outfit? Or even when women are looking at outfits, you may try to, you know, not tell them it doesn't look right on them, but being right. like, well, what do you think about this one? You know, just to compliment right. the shape and that kind of thing. Yeah, no, that's a great question. It's funny. Well, like, cause when I launched the boutique, I really didn't think about styling in that moment. When I launched, I was just thinking about creating this experience and having the clothes. And I wanted women to come in and feel a certain way when they came in and they felt that, you know, have a whole different feeling when they left. 
Um, and then I started having more women just like you come to me and say, hey, do you offer styling services? And it was like my customer base was dreaming even bigger than what I could see in that moment. I knew that down the road I was thinking about offering styling services, but not necessarily in this moment. So I'll tell you that you all have um, really motivated me and inspired me to offer those services early. So I would say that Chic Essentials Boutique's official styling services are coming soon. But as far as when women are coming in and shopping with me and offering that kind of consultant um, I, you know, for them, I, I, I love doing that part of it. I love like playing dress up and talking to the women. So usually some of the things that I think about or what helps me, what I think about or what comes to mind when I'm styling women is where are they going? I picture, you know, where are they going? Is it work? Or, you know, what, what are you here for in the boutique? Are you looking for some items to go out? Are you looking for date night? Are you looking for brunch with the girls? And then from that, I can create again, an experience or a scene in my head of what that look should look like. So maybe if you're going somewhere that's more casual, you don't need heels on with that particular dress. So maybe we can style it a little bit differently. So I have to first kind of know your personal style and then where are you going in these looks and then kind of mesh the two. And then accessories, you know, are always, I'm really big on accessories. So accessories are always something that can dress up an outfit, especially if you have something that's very timeless, like a blazer or something that can be very simple um, your accessories and your hair could elevate it and take it to a whole nother level. Um, so I just kind of have a conversation, get to know the customer better, um, find out what her looks are, what whole, her goals are as far as what she wants to achieve. And then I, you know, gently massage my, uh, <laughs> my recommendations and because it, you know, it's a sensitive subject. Well, that you don't ever want to offend any women. You know, I have a lot of women that come through my doors that, are self-conscious for different sure. reasons, right? Mm -hmm. We're all, we're moms, many mm -hmm. of us. So we might have a little weight on us that, you know, we're still trying to lose. Maybe, um, you know, you got into an accident, anything. You could have gained weight. I have some friends that <clears throat> were on medications that made them gain weight, you know, so we have a lot of issues and things that we're going going through. So I think it's important to just be sensitive to that when you're when you're talking to the customer. So I just well, try to keep time. Ladies and gentlemen, I can tell you right off the top, <laughs> she definitely does that because I had just had my son and I was, you know, wanting to launch my podcast and she was very gentle with me. I went through different outfits and I think I probably got all of them. So she's definitely having has did, a, I appreciate you too. <laughs> She definitely has a knack in that area. Now, let me ask you this. Um, you, I saw like when I came over there, when you had the, the private show and you had shoes, do you do accessories? Yes. Yeah, so I do shoes. I just recently started doing some shoes in my line. Um, I don't have accessories as of now, but that is something that I'll be launching soon. Um, but, you know, baby steps. That's but, it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right now we have clothing and shoes and accessories will be coming soon because I do want to create or curate that entire look for, you know, for a woman. So, so just with talking, I mean, just the, the boutique within itself, it sounds like a full-time job, but you do, you work full-time, right? I do work full-time. Um, so I mentioned like a little bit earlier, I kind of briefly touched on it. So I work for a pharmaceutical company. It's actually one of the top five pharmaceutical companies in the world. Um, and I work in the immunology space. So as I mentioned, my background is in pharmacy. So I have a doctorate in pharmacy and I worked in specialty pharmacy for about a decade in the District of Columbia, Columbia. And I focused on 
working with infectious disease patients, patients that had HIV, patients that have had hepatitis C. And that was my love. I absolutely loved interacting with the patients, educating the patients, going out into the community. I was in love with that. Um, and then I recently did or made a transition into the pharma industry. So now I'm doing scientific education with providers. So I work directly with physicians, with nurse practitioners, with other specialty pharmacists, and I educate them on the assets that my pharmaceutical company holds within the space of immunology and dermatology. So I'm not touching the patients directly. So I do miss the patients. Mm -hmm. However, I kind of look at it from a different standpoint and say, okay, now I'm impacting the patient in a different way. I'm educating their providers so they can provide them the best care. That's awesome. That is awesome. Thank you. So with that, you're full-time married <laughs> with children yeah. How, yeah. how are you balancing all that, including activities? Because I believe your children are involved in activities and yes. running your own business. Well, girl, let me, I'm, we we going to keep it all the way. Hun, Let's keep it a hundred. Um, there is no balance. Mm -hmm. Okay. There, mm -hmm. there we, we do what we can. Um, we're all freaking superheroes. So whatever moms are listening to this or women that, are, that think they're not doing it. Yes, you are, girl. We are, we're superheroes and we really do the best we can. I have great days where I balance it all and I feel like I'm organized you know yeah. I wake up I do this and I'm on point and then I have other days where I'm like what the heck happened today like I did a For terrible sure. job you know I didn't get anything <laughs> done I wasn't productive um, one thing I will say that has helped me kind of get more focused um, is really taking care of myself making sure that I'm you know waking up I'm you know saying a prayer in the morning. I'm getting myself together, whether it be meditation, what have you. Um, I'm eating healthier. I'm exercising. That helps keep my mental clear, my mind clear and get me more focused. So if I make sure I take care of myself, then I know I can take care of my family, my husband, my children, and I can be more focused during my nine to five. And I can also be more focused on my business. But um, yeah, girl, it's, I mean, it's a struggle because right now I'm a solopreneur, right? Mm -hmm. I don't, have a staff I you know just hit my one year anniversary yay she consensual so just had my one year anniversary so I'm now entering into the realm of okay I'm probably gonna have to start bringing on an assistant or staff or you know I'm reaching out now to, to start getting some help but um yeah girl we just you know we do the best we can but it, it's not easy but I will say that it's doable and it can it can be done but it, it's not easy I hear you on that. You know, I got three little ones under six yeah, here. I, so it's definitely, I do believe, I do believe you can still, you know, strive for those things you strongly, deeply desire. Just that, and what you basically said, it has to be an order to it. You know, God, family, then everything else will fall into place. And I do believe that. Um, I agree. So with the next thing, do you or have you ever hit a point in your business? Like I know, you know, it's still fairly new, but have you ever hit a point even when it was in the, the getting up stages and starting um, to where you thought, do I really want to do this? You know, um, if so, how did you, you know, triumphant over that triumphant through those type of times? Yeah, great. So uh, a couple of things that I've dealt with um, and I even still deal with this moment is that I can be extremely hard on myself. And I think me sometimes like just beating myself up or overthinking things is even part of the reason why I delayed starting my business, you know, as, mu as much as I did. Cause like I said, this was a dream of mine over a decade ago. And I kept telling myself, I can't do it because the kids are young. I can't do it because I'm still in grad school. I can't do it because my husband, this, this and that. We're buying a new house. It was always something. 
Um, so I really couldn't get out of my own dang on way. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was definitely something that brought a lot of um, fear and apprehension in the beginning. When I finally decided to launch, um, some of the things that I think got me a little bit in my feelings in the beginning were, you know, you get all excited, you launch this business, you launch this podcast, you launch it, launch this product, whatever it may be. And then your family and your friends and you people, the people that you thought would show up for you don't show up. For Speak you. on it. Speak on it. They don't show up for you. Will and oftentimes, and I'm, and I've learned this now within a year. So I'm, you know, I'm out of my feelings. Mm-hmm. I was in and mm-hmm. jumped up out of them. Mm-hmm. Um, that oftentimes your family and your friends will be the last to support you. They're going to be the last to support you. So for anyone listening to this, if you just launched a business and you feel like, oh my gosh, you know, such and such, I thought she was going to support. She didn't buy anything. She's not reposting. She's not girl. You are not alone. Not even commenting. (laughs) (laughs) You are not alone. And that's something that is going to happen. And that's why it's so important for you to identify who your customer is or identify who your listener is, who your base is and form your, what we call tribe mm-hmm. and your tribe is going to be the people that are really going to support you. Those are going to be your repeat customers. Those are going to be, be the people that repost you. I can tell you that the people that scream my boutiques names from the mountaintops are people that I've never met the majority of them. I mean, with the exception of you and Shaconia, you know, other people that are mm-hmm. very close to me, mm-hmm. but other than that, the majority of them are people that I've never met. They are my IG best friends, or I met them through an entrepreneurial group that I'm in. Um, And those are the people that really have been supporting me and resharing my information. So I would say that that was something that kind of really discouraged me in the beginning. And not so much made me ask the question of, am I doing the right thing? Because I feel like this is my calling and I'm passionate about it and I'm going to keep pushing. But it was definitely something that kind of hurt my feelings in the beginning. Like, dang, I thought it would be more people that were my quote unquote friends that would support me. But I'll, I'll give this statement and I'll leave it here that people don't want to be a part of your movement unless it's moving. Speak on it. Don't want to be a part of your movement unless it's moving. So someone will be your friend or someone that knows you and they'll watch from the sidelines. They'll watch you launch your podcast. Way from the side, honey. Right. Girl, (laughs) they'll watch you launch your boutique. They'll watch you launch your t-shirt business. They'll Mm -hmm. watch you launch your, you know, your cooking business, whatever Mm -hmm. it is. And they won't do anything. Not a thing. But as soon as they see a reshared by the person that has 100,000 followers, or as soon as they see you mentioned by somebody that they feel is in a certain, you know, space, Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden it's, oh, girl, oh, my gosh. You know, they want to, oh, I didn't know. Girl, (laughs) let me get this. Let me buy this. Let me so. Don't take it personal and just understand that that's just part of the game. And at the end of the day, your friends and your family are not the ones that are going to make you successful. And they're not the ones that are going to make you rich. If that's what you're you know, looking to be, they're not going to elevate you. It's going to be all your other customers that are going to be the ones that are going to take you to your next level. So, And I feel like that just comes from giving good customer service. I really do. Um, yeah. Because, you know, if you are true to what I believe God's called you to do, if this is a passion that, you know, is really something that you believe you've been called to do, you keep pushing, you know, you right. keep pushing. So I definitely what's for you is for you. Mm-hmm. you know, your portion is your portion. So whether your friends support you or your family supports you, it's already the, the portion is already there for you. You just got to go get it. There you go. That's it. I love it. I love it. All of that. <laughs> <laughs> 
what are some of the things you have done that have allowed you to build your success with your business over time since starting uh, your your boutique? Oh, okay. Yeah, I love this question. Um, I would say number one is mentorship. Mm. Mentorship, mentorship, mentorship. You have to find a mentor because you really need someone who has been in the business, whatever your you know line of business is, that can really help you lay out the blueprint for you and offer that advice. I think a lot of times we think this is my business and I'm going to do it my way and I'm going to struggle and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And it's, it's not the way to go. You need to have someone that's going to help guide you. They're not going to be able to give you all the answers, but they will, will be able to at least provide a bl- blueprint that will give you some guidance. Um, so I joined a network of entrepreneur uh, entrepreneurs that are women um, so it was like a large group and many of us were in different realms. Some of us are in fashion, some in jewelry, some in whatever, just all business owners. So just being in a circle of people that are like-minded um, and, you know, someone that you can bounce ideas off of and we're all innovating and you're all in, it puts you in a different headspace. So I think that if you're someone that owns a business and you're around other people that don't understand your thoughts and your worries and your questions, get around a different group of people. It doesn't mean leave your friends and leave your family. Sure. When it comes to business, you got to start getting in different groups and walking in different rooms and having different conversations. Mm-hmm. And like I say, if you're the smartest person in the room, you need to go to another room. Mm-hmm. You need mm-hmm. to be learning and growing and building. So mentorship has been huge for me and don't, and, and make sure that you always are okay with being a student. Know that you always are going to be learning even when you think you know everything, you don't know everything. There's always something else that you can learn. Um, so that's number one. That's good. Um, number two would be placing automation in my business. That's just really helped with time management. It's so many apps out there now that'll help you with, you know, social media posting and post sending out email um, communications to your customers. And so the automation has really helped streamline my business. Cause I think in the beginning, Girl, I was spinning around in circles, like sending an email here, trying to post this, posting mm-hmm. separate on different platforms. So finding a way to kind of streamline everything through automation, especially when you're a solopreneur and you don't have an assistant, is the best thing to kind of help with your time management, especially when you have a nine to five family, everything else going on. You got to make the best of the time that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another point would be that it's OK to ask for help. Like, learn to ask for help. You know, I'm an independent woman or whatever you want to call it. You know, we Mm -hmm. all independent. We boss women. But that doesn't mean that you can't ask for help, especially when it's things that you don't enjoy doing. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I'm I'm great with relationship building. I'm a a people person, right? But I don't necessarily love marketing Mm -hmm. and Facebook ads. Mm -hmm. So guess what? You have to learn to outsource. Mm -hmm. And and it's okay. And sometimes it's going to cost you an investment. Um, but it's worth it because you need to be focusing your creativity and your innovation on things that you love and that you're passionate about. Because if you're emptying your tank into a bunch of crap that you don't love doing, then when it comes time to do the things that you love, you're not going to have anything left. Not giving the best. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So those will probably be my top three things. That's good stuff. I love it. I love it. Thank you for that. What do you enjoy the most about running your own boutique? Oh, what I enjoy the most is the women, the people. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you already know. You probably mm-hmm. do the answer to that. Look, been over there a couple of times. Yes. Good times. Yeah, the, in, the interaction and the 
the sisterhood um, that, you know, and, and just the environment and just the whole vibe. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's like when I have those private shopping events, it's a vibe. It's a moment. And that that is what I had always dreamt of creating in these shopping experiences. I wanted it to be an experience more than just you coming in. Yeah, you're coming in, you're picking fabulous clothes and you're spending money, but you come in one way and you leave with a whole different vibe just whether it be from the conversation and a lot of the women that i have come to the private events they're also entrepreneurs so people are bouncing ideas off of it's one a networking of event mm-hmm. networking event almost so what i love the most definitely is interacting with the women and seeing how i can make a difference in a woman's life with their view really on themselves because i have women come in all the time that think that they can't wear a certain garment or they can't wear a certain dress or they can't wear that certain item because they believe that it's not going to look right on them. I mean, even some of the items that you looked at, you like, I don't know about that. I was mm-hmm. like, no, girl, try it on, mm-hmm. style it this way. And then just changing their um, opinion and their vision on how they see themselves mm-hmm. is what gives me the most, like the best feeling. When I see that they, you know, look in the mirror and then they perk up and they're like, oh, damn, I do look good. And, you know, so just instilling that confidence that maybe they didn't have when they first came in Mm -hmm. is what I love the most. I love it. I love it. What do you enjoy the least with running your own business? The least girl would be them them Facebook ads, honey. (laughs) Facebook ads, the marketing. It is a entire. It's a beast within itself. Yeah. I mean, it's a whole nother beat. You you really have to have like a whole separate like Facebook ad marketing mentor. So like a whole separate class or something on that. So that is what I'm finding the most difficulty in. But, you know, I'm I'm enjoying learning and, and it's a process. So you have to really fall in love with the process with any business or anything that you're birthing. You really have to fall in love with the process, because if not, you will you will pull your hair out. Mm-hmm. Literally. Mm-hmm. You will mm-hmm. go crazy. So I'm, I'm starting to really fall in love more with the process. But I would say definitely the marketing and the ads are, are my least favorite. It's yeah. a lot. So we're kind of wrapping up here, but I would like to know, what would you say to the mom on this Mother's Day who has toiled with the idea of starting her dream venture, but feels she can't because she's a mom, a wife, and there just does not seem to be enough time? Yeah. Well, first of all, I would say happy Mother's Day, queen. Happy Mother's <laughs> Day. Yeah. Right. And I would say, um, you know, ask yourself, if not now, when? Mm. I mean, if not now, when? It's okay to selfishly pursue your dreams, right? And your Mm -hmm. passion. Mm -hmm. And and you can do it. Mm -hmm. You can definitely do it. Is it going to be easy? No. Um, Will you have to adjust and navigate through it all? Yes. Um, But it's doable. It's not impossible. If I can do it, you can do it. If Willette can do it, you can do it. Um, You just have to really find out what's the most important things to you and set schedules around that. And it may be down to the hour. For I mean, sure. there are some days where I have it planned down to the hour things that I'm doing for my business. Mm-hmm. Um, and make sure that you work in time for yourself because it's important for self-care as well. So as long as you're working in self-care, you know, your, your spirituality, whatever that may be. So you can kind of be at one with the world or yourself at peace, the earth, whatever it is that you believe in your higher self, um, your family and your business and just find a way to work it all in. But there's there's enough hours in a day. I know people like to say like, oh, it's not enough hours in a day to do it. There is, there's enough. But are you willing 
to sacrifice? That's the question that you have to ask yourself. Because if you're not willing to sacrifice and you want to have it all, then you have a problem. Mm -hmm. But if you want to have it all and you're willing to put in the work and you're willing to sacrifice and you're willing to be patient, Mm -hmm. that's the biggest thing. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times people, they want it fast, Mm -hmm. especially this new generation. Today, you know, and, yesterday, and some of the moms that are listening may be in the newer generation now, right? But um, people want it fast, and it's it's not a fast mm-hmm. process. My mentor has said this before that um, you know, the real success is it's the, the slow cook. It's mm-hmm. what you put in the crock pot. Mm-hmm. It's a slow steady, cook process. Steady brewing. Yeah, it, it, it's not microwave success. That doesn't work. You th- think of a half of the stuff you put in the microwave, right? It don't taste that good. Probably don't have enough seasoning. It's half done, half the time. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's subpar. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that crock pot meal, baby, mm-hmm. after four to six Off the bones. hours, that's it. Oh, it's mm-hmm. done. It's mm-hmm. done, done. Mm-hmm. Off the bones. Off the bones. Mm-hmm. So as long as you have the patience, mm-hmm. the determination, and you're willing to put in a little sacrifice, you, you can do it. Yeah, a little motivational speaking in there, Adrian. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, I'm going to read a piece that um, I just came up with just when I was thinking about some of the the beautiful women I know. You, I was talking to one of my friends earlier today. I told her I was thinking about her and myself. Um, but I want you to tell us uh, how we can find you on social media, your websites, any phone numbers you may have or whatever you have. I want you to go ahead and give that to our audience before I read this piece, closing us out for the evening. Sure. And thank you so much again for having me. So you can find me at Chic Essentials Boutique on Instagram. And how do you spell that? Oh, at Chic Essentials Boutique. So it's C-H-I-C Essentials with the S Boutique on instagram uh website is www.chicessentialsboutique.com i'm also on facebook and twitter under chic essentials boutique as well and you can find me uh all of those places okay and you say youtube right i'm also on youtube yes i'm sorry we just (laughs) launched the youtube channel on youtube as as well chic essentials boutique awesome awesome so i'm going to end um guys with this piece i just was again was thinking about different women and i Wrote down some thoughts, so I'm going to read it here. I called it, you are more than enough. You are worthy. You are more than enough. Even in the days when you feel at your lowest, you are more than enough. Even when the world seems on top of you, you are more than enough. When society has beat you down with abnormal norms and suppression and oppression, you are more than enough. To the mother who can't get a millisecond to herself to gather her thoughts, to only get peace and quiet in the wee hours of the morning, you are more than enough. To the mother who feels like she's stuck and wants to be more than a mother, that is okay. You are worthy and you are more than enough. To the mother who has been so helpful to so many and feels no one has been helpful to her, you are worthy. You are more than enough to the mother who has been told she's worthless and will never amount to anything. You are worthy and you are enough to the women who have not physically birthed children, but have mothers so many near and far. You are a mother and you are enough to the mother 
who are who the mothers really who are juggling 900 hats while still trying to keep a normal routine in this time of quarantine you are more than enough to the mother who has been abused neglected and shamed you are enough and you are worthy women know that you are just who God created you to be do not be ashamed of events from your past because they are what have helped create you to be the person and shaped you to be the woman you are today. Stand strong in who you are and whose you are. So until next time, you can hit me up. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. What's the word with Willette? Uh, you can call us 540. We have a working number now. 540-316-0445. And again, you can shoot us an email. What's the word with Willette at gmail.com. Want to give another round of applause for Dr. Adrian Russell. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And until next time, guys, we'll see you next week.